Hey guys, this is a video game-based podcast called Get in the Car Gamer. The opinions and ideas expressed within are solely ours. They should not be taken seriously by anyone. So lighten up, or light up, and enjoy the show. Hey, get in the car, gamer. Round one, fight! How's it going, everybody? Welcome to another beautiful podcast day in the world of, um, I don't know. Where Internet radio. Internet radio. <laughs> uh, welcome to Get in the Car Gamer, everybody. I'm Josh Lawmire, and with me as always. Kevin Clay. Motherfucker, we here. Absolutely. Um, we got a great podcast for you guys today. We're going to be talking about uh, Atomic Heart composer Mick Gordon demanding his, uh, his, uh, his paycheck, his bill, his... His his C note his well, bag his bag C note something you pay now anyway he's he donates it to a charity for Ukraine uh, very cool and Whoa. then and then so I've written down Mick Gordon twice here and apparently I don't think yes well we're also going to discuss uh, wait Mick, is this the same Mick Gordon yeah oh God it's Mick that's we're, why we're, we had the two articles yeah, Jesus Christ I caught up to my own plan yeah and it was a good plan too. oh my goodness all right. <laughs> And then also we talk about Mick Gordon. Um, he uh, shares his thoughts on the t- Doom Eternal fiasco that's been going on with the soundtrack and the whatnot. soundtrack. Uh, the man's been the man's touching stuff, and I, I can't wait. I some of I'm our actually favorite super stuff. Hy- hyped to play Atomic Heart now. Like I didn't even realize you didn't realize that was his music. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, no, I'm, he's he's out here. My God. And then uh, also at the end, we're going to be looking at a new VR uh, game called the Dark Pictures Switchback VR. Yeah, so this is uh, a game for PlayStation VR 2. Right, and they're implementing some cool cool new tech into like eye tracing. and Yeah, cool and, if you love peeing in your little pantaloons. Oh, well, this game might do that to you. You'll, you'll freak. They're getting, they're, gonna, they're getting pretty creative with the parameters that set, are set in front of them. Yeah, we'll talk about how twisted that is. But uh, anyway, Kevin, you've been playing Miles Morales. What do you, how has that been? Buck, I have. I've been, I've been playing, I finished The Messenger and I thought what would be better after this fucking Metroidvania that I'd like played for 30 hours than to play the you know the you know not DLC the standalone DLC of Spider Man quote not uh, DLC yeah Miles Morales uh, it's been really fun I I think I think it's impossible for you to make this really beautiful engine this really beautiful city and all of these you know really functional things from your Spider Man game and not tweak them just a little bit and then make another game I I see why they did it you know what I mean they were like oh look at all this stuff we have. You could change a and little bit of that. And we have this character that we uh, introduced in the and, and game of the, fir- the first game, you know? And it's your, uh, like, kind of... It, it was kind of, correct me if I'm wrong, but your idea that the, the game is kind of a companion piece to Spider-Verse because that's Miles Morales' movie. Yeah. In a well, way. Well, you mentioned a couple plot points that, that you come across. That are just apparently right I'm, out of Spider-Verse. Correct. But that's out of, I believe, the comic books to begin with. Cool. Like, these are all established... Canon, I suppose you could say. I think it's really, I think it's really fun. It's more Spider-Man, which is good. Um, he's kind of weaker, you know. He's like a younger. He's fourteen. Yeah, he's you he's know fucking fourteen, something Jesus. like that. Jesus, he's super young. Well, maybe, it's maybe he's whooping ass older. still. 
Yeah. You know, he's still out here. He still has to wear the suit and have, you know, great power and, and great responsibility. And the responsibles. Um, mm. But also I enjoy, um, I, I enjoy the, the also just character interactions. You know, I, I find Miles Morales to be very likable in a way that like Peter also is very likable. Sure. But Miles is just a different, he's not like a little scientist kid in the same way Peter was, you know, he's a, uh, I mean, he is like a stem, he is like a STEM genius, you know. Yeah, but he's like, you know, he's like, like down to earth and cool. It also feels like, um, in this universe, for you to be like a, a part of the Spider-Man mm-hmm. Rogues Gallery, sure, you have to like be a scientist. It's, it's kind of an unwritten it rule is in kind Spider-Man, of required. where it's it like is required. You actually have to be smart Although as Sandman, fuck. Sandman, Sandman wasn't so. Oh, just a victim, yeah, of a scientific of, experiment, yeah, right? Yes. Okay. And see, so that's he. He's the but exception. By, by proxy, yeah. you know, through science, it's all it, things are possible. It's just fun. I um, you know, I've many times been playing the game. I mean, and laugh like like Spider Man. He drives a car like this, Ugh, you know. <laughs> but Miles but Morales, Morales, he's like, yeah, he drives laid a, back, you know. White Spider Man <laughs> be like, <laughs> like this. this, yeah, that old joke trope. Miles Morales um, be like this, <laughs> um. No, I think it's really fun. I've been thinking about the IGN um, review where yeah. they're like, the 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 like the uh, the swagger. You feel the swagger of a young black youth or something. It, they did that in their review of the game, and it was really cringy. Oh like, Jesus! Like they literally were like, it Someone makes you feel that? like a young black child in a video game. Jesus Christ! But like, um, no, it, it's good. It, it's good. Does and he it's have? Fun. What are his interactions with the police? Well, his his dad was a cop, uh. but also like the police kind of are just like in one mission, the police will be like, "Get out of here, Spider Man! This is a crime scene. You can't be right. here." Well, but, and then there's other ones where the they're thing. like, "Get down, Spider Man! I'm throwing a riot grenade." It's like, it's, well, how how do they know he's black? Uh, if if you're in combat uh, for extended periods of time in some of the suits, you you may show some flesh. Oh really? Yes, in some of the suits, yeah. Before you get like, like the a science t-shirt one. and like yeah, because you get the something. old school like you you basically as a goof you get like essentially the wrestler Raimi costume. Yeah, is like one of them like with the Timps. Neat. Which I thought was yeah know, not bad. And then um there there's a, another one that's like just straight up shorts and like a hoodie and then the mask like you know what that's I mean? Sick though. It is. It's, it's good, but. It, it also the the game is also hilarious because they will literally every chance they get they'll be like I love Spider Man not you Spider Man the real Spider Man oh, no. and then they go look at a picture of you know the red and blue <laughs> oh, one no. and Miles is like okay, okay. Jesus that's maybe uh, like a, a little, little much a little but much. <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I'm enjoying it and I think if you loved Spider Man oh, I have really to enjoyed play that it. game the 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 last battle with Ock on the Oof. Doc Ock on the top of the roof was very fun super good. Um, um, I don't know how the roof didn't melt at some points. It was like a lava hot, like, nah, you know. It's fine. It's fine. It was raining. You know, the Maybe lava o- and the Oscorp water. Oscorp has a really strong building. You know? It's just reinforced steel for three floors worth of reinforced steel. At the we top. have lots of superhero battles on the top of this we're, thing. We're ready for it, to mm. be honest with you. Shit, uh, shit no, that's happens. great. That's awesome that you're, you're enjoying it, man. It's been a lot of fun. Do they play like some good hip-hop and stuff while you're... Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. it's got to fit like a, the motif, you know? 
Well, like you, you know, what's his name? Miles Morales, right? Yeah. yeah. It's the same, you know, it's the same map as Spider-Man, but like you do spend like I'm a lot more you. time in Harlem. And you, also it's Christmas. So you'd it's fuck snowy. with the movie. You got to watch the movie. I got to watch. Spider-verse. Tell me you're going to watch the movie. I will watch. Tell Spider-verse. me, look me in the eyes. I right will now. watch into the Spider-Verse <laughs> featuring Nick. I Nicholas Cage. You. I believe you. You know. said it's like super available to stream too. It's so. on Disney plus. Uh, I, think I think I got to log sure. into that. I'll have to check my Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get into this fucking podcast. All Atomic right. Heart, Compo- Heart Composer Mick Gordon, cool name, donates fee Sick to name. a Ukraine crisis appeal. I believe, quote, it is important to uh, support pro-peace organizations, stand up for what is right, and help those in need. And this article is written by Andy Brown. And remember, guys, just off the top of the dome, we need to remember this is this is a political he maybe he didn't mean it quite this way but this is a political statement that's being made because atomic heart is a russian video game no correct so made in moscow so you know they're kind of they got this beef with ukraine and then and then you they gave you money and then you take their money and you go to ukraine yeah i mean but you know uh, I don't know. Some I don't know. Maybe some people would say that's in bad taste, but I would disagree with them. Uh, yeah, I would disagree as well. Especially because it's you know this is a multifaceted incident. You know this this argument, but let's get let's get right into it. Uh, the from the man yeah. himself, uh, Tom McHart composed. Okay, I hate the repeating of the the byline under a headline, and and or the ha- headline, and then. Starting your article with the same it is, line. Yeah, I don't it is like interesting. it. But anyway, Atomic Heart composer Mick Gordon has announced that he will be donating his fee to the game uh, from the game to Red Cross Australia's Australia's Ukrainian Crisis Appeal. We call it Red Kant over here. <laughs> uh, Atomic Heart's Russian developer Munfish recently came under fire for allegedly creating the game with funding from Russia organizations that have been sanctioned by other countries or. or for the country's invasion of Ukraine. While the studio released a statement in January claiming it was pro-peace, which I was gonna I was gonna say that earlier, but they ended up getting it out before me. It declined to address politics or religion or the specifics of its financing. Okay. I mean, I guess it's like that's kind of their right. Like, I don't really Right. You know, you're making a fucking video game. They're not like this is you're not gonna get like a pro-Putin like message when you boot up this game. I'm assuming. This you can't you don't get like a code for this with like four missiles. You know what I mean? Correct. Like it's yeah. Correct. Um <laughs> while the studio released a statement in January claiming that it was pro-peace decline. I already said that. Today, February 14th, composer Mick Gordon has announced that he will be donating his fee. Uh, from the game to the Australian Red Cross, I'm going, I'm going crazy. I'm going mad. Uh, in April 2020, Munfish Studios approached me to contribute to the musical vi- uh, vision of Atomic Heart. Wrote Gordon specifically that his work on the game started prior to Russia's invasion on, of Ukraine. Sure, I mean it was that 2022, makes, yeah. early 22. The game's unique aesthetic, combined with the musicians' love for Soviet area synthesis, uh, synthesis sisters. Synthesizers? It's got to be synthesizers. That's what I thought also, but... Yeah, sorry. I was like, maybe a word I don't know. Sick. Uh, That's when they put sick. You know, like, (laughs) this is what they wrote. Provided an uh, exciting creative opportunity. I mean, this game looks so fucking creative and amazing, and I can only imagine with his... 
his oh, talents. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, like, let's think about one of the reasons Doom Eternal is such a fire game. Well, it's the banging ass soundtrack. That is know. key. Uh, sound design, more important in video games than, you know, most people may think about. Oh, uh, yeah, for so sure. So important. It, ca- and music it carries... Emotion, yeah, you know. Uh, he says he goes on to say, "I am proud to donate my fee Moment. from the game to the Australian Red Cross U- Ukraine Crisis Appeal in support of the people of Ukraine who are heroically defending their country against aggression." Gordon continued, "I believe it is important to support pro peace organizations, stand up for what is right, and help those in need, especially dur- during times of crisis. This donation is a way for me to provide practical support for uh, to those." Whose lives have been impacted by the war? I am honored to use my work as a means to help those affected by the conflict. Damn. Uh, Tom McCart is set to release February 21st. Uh, was it not pushed back or did that not happen? It got pushed back from January. Oh, that was the pushback? Yeah. Okay. Oh my God. There's a chance in five days we wow. could be playing this. That's gnarly. And I will be. That's going to be so good. Um, <laughs> I'm going right, to have man. sex with those robot sisters. The only thing that I can think of is if the robot sisters are called Synthesisters, I will accept that. Uh, but I don't know that for a fact. I mean, that because I kinda, Russian era synthesizers makes a lot more is, goddamn sense. Well, hold on. All right. With my musician's love for Soviet era synthesizers. Yes. yes, the Synthesisters is has a, a peach and daisy, so I don't think it's them. Yeah, you only right. die once. A song from okay. Friends of Bill, twenty twenty. No, this is a this is ill. Um, every time someone in video games takes a pay cut, or in this guy, this case, this guy literally just did all the like he did all that work to give the money away, so he worked for free, which is ill, and very selfless of him. Um, people who do this are good people and they are committed to, and he even that's said like it, the, the vision dream. in my, in my opinion, that's like you make enough money to where you can like just do good, like use, you know, create art, do your thing, dude. And then, it, and then help other people. Dude, it's beautiful. I like, I was so blown away. Like the Wii U sold bad and it was a bad console and it was a commercial failure and Iwata literally Very famous commercial. The top of the top of fucking Nintendo was like, "Hey, nobody's getting fired." That's my bad. I'm giving 98% of my money for this year back to you guys so nobody gets fired. Might be. Right. Mistake. We're going to work on making a game and Boy we talked that you about can that throw before, at the TV. Though. They have a different culture in Japan. They man. do. It's Work just, is like the whole, that's the whole thing. Well, and Pride. honor and, pr- yeah, and yeah, saving face. Not saving face, but doing the right thing. Right. It's kind of like, uh, seems like, or I should say, it seems like a very big part of their culture. It is, because they have a very, you know, very like, uh, how, what would you, I don't even know how we call it, conservative, but like not the like capital C, like Fox News version of no, conservative. No, old school conservative. Yes, they like, have uh, a, like... Traditional. Tra- their values yes. are traditional. Yes. Yes. Like, you might still catch a homie wearing a robe. Sure. And Anybody's I, comfy and as fuck. And I want it to be me. Yeah. I want to dress All like right, Kevin, guy. this one's yours, big All right. boy. So, this was a, this is like a slightly older uh, uh, story. But it, it ties into our thing here because Mick Gordon, he, he's, he's got his hands in all sorts of real good and pudding pops out here. And, and the man is like having a turbulent time of it. You know, he can't get paid for one thing. Right. He gets paid for another and gives it away. It's kind of insane. Um, this was, this was about his statement. Uh, Mick Gordon publishes massive statement over allegations surrounding doom eternal soundtrack. 
Um, so this is a this is a really special thing where we see uh, industry leaders beef on Reddit at each other. It's very special. Um, I once saw David Cross uh, and John H. Benjamin beef on Reddit with the owner of Adult Swim. Ooh. I saw that. And I was like... On Reddit live? On Reddit. Like commenting to each other? Yeah. Talking shit. That's, like That's actually kind of amazing. Making That's like really grab some popcorn. No, it was yeah. like... I was like, there's like... This is David Cross. You're like, is John this H. happening Benjamin. right now in like, front of me? Like, like the way you and I sit at a computer screen. Right. David Cross and John Benjamin were sitting at a computer screen going, this guy's fucking insane. Did We were there. You remember this, right? And they go, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> however you do a John Benjamin voice. Just imagine it's Bob from Bob's Burgers. Um, and uh, it, it's just bizarre to see that. But... Uh, <clears throat> Soft, id Software Studio Director uh, published an open letter on Reddit accusing Doom Eternal composer Mick Gordon of not completely mixing and producing the game's tracks and having an id lead audio designer named Chad <laughs> help fix it Thank up God, before Ch- release. Chadley Chadlington. Thanks, Chad. In the letter, Stratton alleges trouble between id and Gordon missed deadlines. Online chatter about Gordon's overall work not being finished, there being difference between... Chad and Gordon's work, namely that Gordon's were poorly mixed and were compressed to hell, and sheds light on a boatload of behind-the-scenes contractual, legal, and personal issues. Uh, Stratton ended his letter by saying Id would no longer be working with Gordon and expressing his disappointment at the situation by saying, quote, I'm as disappointed as anyone that we're at this point, but as we have been many times before, we will adapt to changing circumstances and pursue the most unique and talented artists in the industry with whom to collaborate, unquote. Um... What a weird way to so, say that. So this is also wild because this is happening at the same time that he signed a contract apparently to do work for Atomic Heart. Right. Well, I mean, he could have been, he could have had a desk at fucking, he could have had a studio at Bethesda. He could have just, you know what I mean? He mm-hmm. could have been in-house talent. Mm-hmm. The man did Doom Eternal. That shit slapped. That was a soundtrack. I believe he did Doom 2016 as well, which was. Well, aren't they saying that? Aren't they saying that that he? Well, there he's this guy's. Yeah, accusing him. Marty Stratton accused him of 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 being a bad. But he's but but see the truth is that here we go. So So here's Gordon's actually thing. Here we go. Gordon uh, snapped back on Reddit. He he did a fat line and started typing. Marty lied, quote, about the circumstances surrounding the Doom Eternal soundtrack and used disinformation and innuendo to blame me entirely for its failure. Afterwards, he offered me a six-figure settlement to never speak about it. As far as I'm concerned, the truth is more important. Damn. Marty's Reddit post, Whoa, thank C- you Sierra, for that. 2022 Sierra EV prices. Let's 55 go. ads blocked in. That one still moved Squeezed words out of my face. Marty's Reddit post severely impacted both my professional and personal reputation. Facts. In releasing the statement, I'm exercising my right to defend myself. And in, it is a defense. He spelled it uh, the traditional European way. Mm-hmm. Not an unprovoked attack. Uh, issued with extreme reluctance only after all other attempts to resolve the matter have failed. This statement is not an excuse for a hate campaign. Acts of hate dished out online won't result in any positive change and Damn. only makes Homie things did worse. did a disclaimer. Yeah, dude, he disclaimed his own shit. Here is Gordon's uh, allegations against Marty Stratton, who who talked all that shit. Here we go. <clears throat> 
Number one, he was not paid for over half of the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Number two, he received a contract for the soundtrack 48... This is, by the way, this is the digital cut of the... Uh, this is the CD cut of the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Standalone tracks. Uh, he received a contract for the soundtrack 48 hours prior to the release of the game and was not told the entire truth about the scope of his work, which is a strange... He was cut out of the process at the end of the soundtrack. Usually the people who make the music have mixing and mastering... Uh, preferences Hmm. that's a little odd stratton never reached out to him about the controversy and instead published the open letter (laughs) he received torrents of abuse and harassment from fans afterwards well absolutely his reputation has been damaged and he said fuck y'all i'm going to go work on this russian game for free so was there is there any update to this story or like did anything ever come of this? I don't think so. I think just he just defended himself. Yeah, I, I think he defended himself, and that was pretty much it. I don't think he like. I wonder how true him. it is if he really did offer him six figures to be like. Shh, 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 and and you know, six figures shh, means a lot of things. Quiet. We're not going to talk about this. A hundred thousand, or nine hundred fifty thousand. Big, big disparity. There's a there's a lot of possibilities with six dig- digits. Right. Um, I don't know. I do remember him taking some flack for this, but I remember him coming out on top. Well, now he's super coming out on top. Don't he's like he's you know a, what? Now I just donated my fucking bag from this game. I think he's. I I think in the in the realm he's kind of untouchable. I I, I don't. I think his work stands in front of him and any and if. If someone were to be like, I didn't like working with him. He was a real handful. Like, so I could see another person being like, wow, who cares? Man. I'm about to give this man a bag. Right. To put some Russian I mean, Doom Eternal would not be shit. the Doom Eternal would not be the game it is had he not created the soundtrack. No. It would be a different game entirely. Mm-hmm. Maybe not necessarily a worse or better game. No, but, but it would be different. And, and, and it could... That's a banging-ass soundtrack. You know, I, it could be... I would assume that it would hurt from that. I I, I think that he was the perfect person to do this soundtrack, and well, and I don't he's know. he's doing for what it is is like a four out four point five out of five for me, man. It's I'm it's a I'm like good game. I'm really happy when I see industry leaders like this. Like this man doesn't make video game music. He makes music. Mm-hmm. You know, like he's not a he's not pigeonholed. This is. This is not video game composer Mick Gordon. This right. is fucking musician Mick Gordon. Right. And I don't think he gives a fuck what id says. And I and I think cuz I remember when the soundtrack came out, the big controversy, the whole reason why this dude even went to talk about the soundtrack being bad is that people got it on iTunes and it sounded like dog shit. Oh. The fucking files were I mean it sounded Super bad. Super compressed. It was mixed poorly. Hmm. And uh like they were like, yeah, fucking Mick Gordon fucked us all up, and then he was like, no, I didn't. And also, you owe me. But like I wonder, money. like, I wonder, you know, I'm sure the truth somewhere is somewhere in the middle there, you know. Yeah, it's probably it, not all the way on one I, side. I, I don't know. We we wouldn't know, but from you know what, keep doing your thing, man. Uh, this has been a Mick Gordon podcast. So <laughs> yeah, thank I'm you. Yeah, off. we're pro Mick, <laughs> pro Mick Gordon in this motherfucker. All right, let's uh, switch gears one more time. Yeah, last but certainly not least, new horror game. Knows when you close your eyes. How okay? You're playing a. Imagine you're playing a VR, scary ass game with like some zombies or like some skeleton, some dudes, demon monsters, demon monsters, and you're like, I don't want to look at this, and you close your eyes, 
Because for, so, then, for a reprieve. Because then you'll from, be safe. You're safe and you're like not you're not in danger. And then you you go to peak and the motherfucker's closer up to the screen, like all up in the screen, because you closed your eyes and it knew that you were closing your eyes. And that's what we're gonna talk about. A brand new horror game coming out, uh coming to PlayStation. VR2 headset two, actually two, knows two, two, when two. you pl- uh, when when the players close their eyes. Uh, the game is called The Dark Pictures Switchback RV or VR. Uh, will uh, it'll make good use of the new headset's eye tracking technology to scare players. The um, the game is going to follow in the footsteps of Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, both of which were on rails shooters from developer Supermassive Games that uh, served as a spinoffs. Uh, of their choice-driven narrative-based horror games. Yeah, like Until Dawn like right. isn't a shooter, but like they made a VR shooter of of Until Dawn. Nice. It's the and the PlayStation VR games are pretty cool. It's just expensive. The, yeah, the VR headset <laughs> itself is And this one's more expensive. 650, I think. That's a big barrier. 150 over Dude, the console. That's how much your console costs. That's 150 like, over the console. Oh that's my a, god. That's insanity. That's that's your PlayStation 5 and Demon Souls and that's God insane. of War Ragnarok and uh, Like how do you justify that? Like I mean, I don't know the technology balling. that's behind how it works so well. I, I guess I'd have to see it and be like, no, this is worth $650. But I it's hard to believe, right? Dude, something I'm going to pull off of my head in a rush, scared as fuck, to either puke or scream and piss and shit. Like, I will break this thing and be horrified. <sighs> How bad would you feel? <laughs> I, like, I, and, and then I'll just sit there in my urine and my broken <laughs> $650 device. Be out money, shit your pants. It's a bad afternoon. Because when you go on to talk about how this game interacts with the VR headset, I will shit my pants. This is not fun. It's this gonna, is scared. It's going to be pretty good. Okay. Uh, the headset has many new features and upgrades when compared to the original device. In turn, um, giving the developers new tools to work with and when crafting their virtual reality experiences. I, You know, that's... That's what it's all about. You give them more more tools to work with. They can do more things. And, and it gets and realer. It gets better. One new feature that the PlayStation VR 2 is eye tracking, which will be uh, put to good use in Dark Picture Switchback VR. It's been confirmed that the upcoming horror game will know when you close your eyes. According to the game director, Alejandro Ar- Arcugalardo. Uh, Gal- Alejandro Arcugalardo. Galadro. Uh... <laughs> You're so cultured. Alejandro, <laughs> Alejandro. <laughs> we get DMCA because Lady Gaga sees us. Uh, some uh, some enemies will get closer to the player every time they blink, while other players can only move when the player is not looking directly at them. Needless to say, this tech has enormous potential for de- to deliver genuinely terrifying horror game experiences. Oh, they got a Doctor Who enemy, huh? Got to stare yeah, right at yeah, it. Yeah, the angels. Those, uh, the, great. The Dark Picture Switchback VR will use the uh, headset's new feature and many other interesting ways as well. 3D audio, headset rumble, haptic feedback, and the sense controllers will all be utilized to increase immersion and scare every brave everyone brave enough to check it out come launch. Okay, hold on. Quick pause. You put the controller I'm sorry. on your dick. No, no, not and, even. Oh, sorry. Not even. It's going to rumble my head. Mm-hmm. Something's going to touch my head like and I'm going to feel it. Um, Potentially. 
I as I don't know how good the haptic feedback is if it's doing panels where it, the how, fu- it's how pretty scary insane would that in be? the controller. Well, I mean, oh, if you, it the rolls fucking, across your head like ah! something just like touched you. <laughs> like, oh my god! A little ghost wisp your hair. Dude, they put little fans in there or oh something. Oh my god! Oh my god! You start hearing whispers and then you're ah! Oh god! No, but you but could that'd make, be really fun, dude. This is how you fuck horror up, dude. You want to fuck? Listen, I've I've been saying this still. I'm still trying to get a, a cheap PSVR one because if I play Resident Evil Seven in VR, yeah, I will shit your pants. Welcome to the family, son. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking like, I will, I will be. The cops will be at my house, and they'll be like, they'll be busting down my door, and it's just gonna be. Damn it! Another PSVR one incident in my skivvies with a real loaded gun. Going, (laughs) stay back! You goddamn mold monster, stay back! Ain't gonna get me. I want my wife. If I don't go to bed, they can't get me. Yeah, exactly. That's what. That's kind of what I'm expecting to get here. Oh my god. Uh, so this, this is part is of the sick. launch lineup for PSVR 2, and uh, it, 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 it'll be probably pretty sick. I, I imagine... This type of stuff will get people that are not into video games into video games. Because this is an experience. Yes. This is, you know, this is like going on a cool ride. Yes. Or or something of that nature. Very cool. No, th- this is tight. I wish this... I had money like that. Uh, yeah. If, if anybody wants to lend one out. You guys want to be friends of the show and be real friends in real life. And we will send one. it back. We'll ship it back super well. Uh, come we over love... and hang out. Yeah, dude, come <laughs> Just through. bring it over. Come through uh, with the VR. I, I'm, I'm ready. No, th- this shit is fire. It'll be tight. So next week we get Atomic Heart and then the PlayStation VR 2. What Sick. a week. What a week. Very nice. Well, well, thank you guys for sticking around and listening to us ramble about these beautiful things that we we really do care about. We like love this shit. No, so. yeah, facts. Like uh, I, I uh, you know, some people are like, yeah, video games are cool, FIFA. You know, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. But you know, we look at this a little differently than you know most other people might. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes we have to get a little you know inside baseball about it. You know, we have to kind of Ken Burns it a little bit to get into the the nitty gritty. But we appreciate you guys hanging out with us regardless. We do. So indeed. Well, Kevin, take us home, bud. I I sure can do that. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Uh, we are a video games podcast available everywhere podcasts are consumed. You're doing that in the cadence of a prayer for like like saying grace, which I love. Like for thank our you, Father. Lord. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful podcast. SoundCloud.com slash gamer. <laughs> Uh, no, it's okay. So we can be found at soundcloud.com slash get in the car gamer and on Spotify. So please check us out there. Also, uh, check us out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash get in the car gamer. You might catch me, uh, running a game of wheel of fortune, perhaps, or a little miles Morales. Uh, you know how it is. And then it's getting close. Uh, I might just have to do the full stream playthrough of, of the last of us one, try and catch a little, uh, residual views out here. Do something. Never played it. Do something that I didn't do when I did it. Just run. Be quiet no. and Resident run. Evil 2 taught you me a lot of things. You don't have a lot of bullets. Resident Evil 2 taught me a lot of things. They will fuck you up. And there, there's, a, there's this really beauty in Resident Evil 2, now that I know, of going into a room with a fuck ton of zombies and like going, like juking them all, getting the keys off of a table and being like, I will never return to this room ever again. And you're all going to stay here. And all these bullets are still in my gun. 
and you just leave. <laughs> and then like uh, six months later, you'll be like, oh, this room again. All right. <laughs> and you're like, squeeze by you. Excuse me. Oop. Uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I, I will. I will try and uh, save as many bullets as possible. Thank mm-hmm. you guys for listening. Until next time, we have been getting the car gamer. It's time to get out of the car. Bye-bye. Love y'all. Thank you.